This is the Building Management Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. As people become more comfortable in the home building automation space, they want to be able to take this commercial as well. Regardless of the ups and downs in the stock market, if these manufacturers, these plants, and these entities want to stay open, they need water. Hey everyone, welcome into the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. COVID-19 has disrupted the traditional concept of the office setting. And as we begin to return to work, businesses have the opportunity to reevaluate their office processes and general use of space. And joining me to talk about that today is Jared Easterwood. He is the Director of Marketing and Partner Relations for Avuity. Jared, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have this conversation with you because this feels so timely just given everything that's going on in the world right now. And uh, I want to start off just by asking, from your perspective, how do businesses utilize their space? Are they utilizing their spaces efficiently or are there times where offices are kind of wasting space and that sort of thing? It's a great question. So I, I think if you're going to go by the data, you know, a couple of years ago, JLL did a benchmarking report and it was, a, they found that about 35% of your average office goes unused on a daily basis. Now we've got a lot of clients who say, oh, that doesn't apply to us or our business model is different or we're much more progressive than that or, you know, we're way behind that. So I think that the bottom line is that most organizations um, don't know. So they know word of mouth. They know sort of the squeaky wheels, the individuals who say, oh, I can never find a meeting room or I walk by and all these desks are empty. But they don't really have data on uh, office space usage, especially if they're transitioning into a more agile work environment where not everything is booked all the time or uh, you know, maybe people are encouraged to move around the space and have lounge settings and use more casual furniture for, you know, in between spaces. Um, a lot of the times they just don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. So when it comes to not knowing, you know, you, uh, I guess the common phrase is you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So uh, are there tools that exist to help businesses have a better understanding of how they use their space and um, what that looks like for them? Yeah. So traditionally, a lot of organizations have done you know badges for that. So a lot of people, you know, think badges is always about security, but a lot of uh, companies will use badging as also a means to see like, hey, how many people are coming into the office today? But as you know, um, there's a lot of gentlemen out there who like to hold the door open. Um, so that data becomes less and less accurate. You know, mm -hmm. as somebody holds the door open, three people walk in, now you've got four times the people, you know, per scan. And that doesn't happen every time, but it just means that that data isn't always accurate and is very rarely accurate to a high degree. Traditionally, we've also had sensor studies. So, you know, an organization will install, uh, you know, passive infrared sensors at seats. They'll leave them in for six weeks, get a nice understanding of how the space is used, at least for that, you know, month, month and a half moment in time. Um, and then they'll make decisions based on that and, and keep it moving or at least adjust when they build a new office or restack their current space. Um, but, but nowadays, more and more organizations, as they've been talking about being agile, you know, encouraging an active work environment, you know, balancing that work-life uh, environment that they talk so much about, mm -hmm. um, they found that you've got to do something active. It has to be something day in, day out. Uh, you know, people's habits change. A lot of times, you know, when a new furniture layout or a new space type, you know, huddle rooms are introduced that 
have lounge furniture in them and you know they're not bookable for a full day a lot of times it takes uh employees and end users you know time months sometimes to warm up to the idea of these changing workspaces and uh so yeah i mean it's really moving to a more dynamic and a more active measurement or understanding of that space either with sensors or you know by using you know smartphones or things of that nature to sort of understand hey how many folks are coming in and using the spaces and, and what do those trends look like mm. Yeah, that's that's really interesting, and I, I suppose that as we move kind of past the coronavirus pandemic, or at mm-hmm. least we we attempt to, anyways, mm-hmm. w- one of the primary goals as people re-enter office spaces will be to help keep people maybe a little bit more spaced out than they were before. So, are there are there ways that we can measure that? Or are there tools that can be used to help understand how many people are in a given space? You know, where are the places where people congregate? Um, what are some open spaces that we could utilize that maybe we're not utilizing at this point? Are there tools that can help, you know, with that goal, I guess, of helping disperse people a little bit more evenly in an office setting? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, it was a a few weeks ago, but Gavin Newsom, the the governor of California, basically one of his pillars for returning to work uh, after coronavirus was that organizations need to reevaluate and adjust their floor plans. Now, um, that is something that some organizations, uh, obviously on the West Coast, are, are going to be pursuing. But um, you know, in talking to our clients, we're based in Cincinnati. Um, I'm in Atlanta. Uh, East Coast clients, the real estate's a little bit more compressed. So not a lot of our clients have the ability to say, hey, you know what, we're just going to completely spread out our floor plans, change where people sit, you know, maybe have it sit that way for a few months and then slowly go back to normal. That's a huge mm-hmm. expense. Uh, most facilities and real estate groups can't completely gut or overhaul their entire footprint. Obviously, the health concerns are important, but that's a that's a huge expense, especially when most of these organizations are hurting uh, in this time and day. So, what we've done at Avuity is we've basically said, "Hey, we've we've got the sensor platform that we've been using for workplace measurement." and workplace analysis and custom reporting. Um, you know, we've been doing this for a number of years. And what we'd like to do is extend that into more health and safety concerns. So not only measuring how many people are going to a meeting, but uh, maybe setting a threshold of, hey, this room seats eight, but maybe we only want four people in this mm-hmm. room for the next few months. Or, you know, hey, we've got this benching area that seats, you know, each bench is six six people, maybe only every other seat should be reservable to make sure that we're properly social distancing. We don't have to completely, you know, change our furniture footprint. Um, And then as things change, as this uh, coronavirus hopefully starts to blow over moving into the fall and later this year, maybe those uh, compliance protocols can be adjusted going into the future so that, you know, these companies aren't making a massive investment for something that isn't going to be a a full-time problem. Yeah, that's a that that's a good point. I suppose that when you think about the expense that you might accrue just trying to uh, trying to make concessions for the current situation, you're probably going to want to think: How can these tools continue to benefit me moving forward? How you know what changes can right. I make that aren't just going to be temporary? That can actually benefit the company once the the pandemic is kind of subsided, whenever that might be. And so. Are there, are there tools that can be employed that can help now that can also be beneficial when it comes to office operations and, and efficiency moving forward? Like I, I, I know from, from just where I work that before this, conference rooms were kind of just a free-for-all, first-come, first-serve, but mm-hmm. you, can, you can see how maybe instituting some kind of planning 
uh, software that, that allows you to book conference rooms, that allows you to see what rooms are booked and where people are going to be, that can be beneficial during this time and then also lead to more efficiency afterwards. Are there any examples like that? Absolutely, Tyler. So uh, everyone's been talking about agile work strategies and mobile work and you know, sort of getting out of the cubicle farm for, for years. And some, or some organizations have pulled the trigger on that, and some have been uh, lagging, you know, for lack of a better word. Mm. And I, unfortunately, I think that something like this COVID-19 outbreak might be the catalyst for some of these organizations to move closer to an agile model. So while the, uh, you know, protocol of 50% or, you know, 60% capacity for employees to spaces, while that might be the norm for the next few months, that's probably not going to be the norm for the next few years. And most facilities and real estate organizations or departments within organizations, they, they can't plan month to month. They have to plan long term. These budgets are not something that revolve, you know, day in and day out. They've really got to stay ahead of the curve. So, a platform like ours at Avuity, it allows you both to set rules and thresholds and pat- and look at patterns of, hey, you know, what's the right uh, mix for our office? You know, do we want to do one-to-one ratio? Do we want to say, you know, meeting rooms have sort of this rule set for booking so that people aren't overlapping? And, you know, if you if 15 minutes goes by and you don't show up to the meeting, then, you know, maybe we kick that out to other people. So there's lots of these rules that companies can uh, to, can institute into the software to help the business run more smoothly. And then as things change in the future, as more people get back into the office, as maybe more organizations realize, hey, we could actually get rid of some of these desks and have more people working remotely half the time, all those are going to require floor plans to be changed and for sort of protocols and for rules to be changed at the office. Um, so they need, a, they need a platform that's going to be flexible. And that's one of the benefits, uh, obviously, of software is that, you know, it's a minimal hardware investment up front. And, and basically the benefit in the long run is that you can adjust, you can learn, you can measure, and you can improve and innovate without having to make a large investment in the future. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And, and I think that one of the things that this at least strikes me anyways is that this op- this time i guess and this uh, these tools have given employers the ability to really try to take what's going on and make their lives make mm-hmm. the lives of their employees a lot easier maybe better you know kind of use this as a reset button and say okay if we were to s- kind of start over with a mindset you know, how can we utilize the tools that are at our disposal to make the lives of our employees easier? Because there's a lot of things going on right now that are stressful. If you can make the lives of employees easier while they're at work, that's going to be a huge benefit, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, traditionally, the facilities and real estate teams have been extremely interested in space usage, but a lot of times end user, your day-to-day employees haven't seen a ton of benefit. You know, does, does it really matter how often the meeting room is being used when I'm late for a meeting? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I can't find a meeting room, it doesn't really matter what the data says. However, nowadays we're able to say, you know what, it does matter. You can look on your smartphone and you can actually book the least used room or you can favorite a space that you know typically is wide open in the afternoon on Tuesdays so that you can go find that heads down space to either you know study for a, a big meeting or to you know uh, plan for uh, you know a report that's due at the end of the week something like that but it really is empowering the employee to say hey you know what maybe I lost my dedicated workstation or maybe I'm not in the office every single day but I don't have that trepidation and that panic of oh I need to find a space to work 
because we have found that that is honestly one of the biggest hurdles that leading organizations face when they try to make these agile work strategy changes is that the employees are are terrified to lose their you know dedicated workstation or their cubicle because they want to make sure they've got the appropriate space for everything that they need to to take care of and when you can put all of that information you know in the palm of their hand or on a touchscreen display right in the elevator lobby where they can see in real time what's mm-hmm. available and what's not and lock it in right there. Uh, I mean, that really does make your day a heck of a lot easier. So one of the things I've, I've been maybe most curious about from, you know, the, uh, I suppose the ramifications of the coronavirus pandemic has just been what changes do we make and what evolutions do we see in mm-hmm. the office setting that become maybe permanent afterwards, right? And so I, I suppose that's my that's my biggest area of curiosity is just seeing what do we do during this time to evolve necessarily just to make sure that, that things continue to, to happen the way they need to happen, whether it's, you know, having those more flexible spaces, things like that. From your perspective, what, what do you think sticks around? What do you think is a, is a permanent shift that uh, offices and businesses make after the coronavirus pandemic is over um, that, you know, that, that becomes, a, I suppose, a permanent thing? So this is a, that's a really interesting question, Tyler, and, and it's one that we've been asked a ton by mm-hmm. our clients, by prospective clients, by partners alike. Um, I've heard initially some folks were saying, hey, this whole agile work strategy is out the window. People are going to go back to cubes, uh, a dedicated workspace, you know, that's very enclosed and safe and clean. And I don't really think that's going to be the case. You know, folks are already used to working from home a couple of days a week. Some are, you know, you come in when you need to. Some are working from home full time, but maybe only go in for important meetings or I don't think that's going anywhere. What I do think is here to stay is usage, usage-based uh, sanitation and cleaning. So, you know, traditionally it's, hey, we wipe down this uh, seating area every three hours, you know, so it gets wiped down two to three times a day. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the bathrooms. You know, there's usually that, uh, that table, that sheet of paper on the back of the bathroom door that shows the last time it was cleaned and it's signed out. Um, but w- what we've seen is a lot of uh, organizations asking for measurement of usage of those spaces and using that data to trigger a cleaning. So let's say that now the bathrooms are cleaned every 20 visitors or every 50 visitors and a sensor outside the bathroom is measuring people in and people out. And that's what's you know triggering a cleaning for the custodial staff. Or I book a desk for the day. And let's say I've got it from nine to five and I, you know what, I've got all the work done that I need or I need to go somewhere else for the day. I check out at two o'clock. Well, when I sign out of that workstation on my smartphone, um, it sends a notification to the facilities and custodial team. Uh, Someone comes over and disinfects my workstation. And then once they're done, they sort of check a box and it goes back to the general populace so that it can be booked again. Um, I think sort of the wipe it down at the end of the day or, you know, sort of schedule it every few hours that those cleaning practices uh, are gone. I don't think you'll see that in the office space. I don't think you'll see it in higher education. Um, And I also don't think you'll see it in a lot of the event spaces uh, that you typically have a much higher density of, uh, of visitors and of customers alike. That's really fascinating, and yeah, like I said, I'm I'm really curious to see how things uh, shift from here. And I think that was a really, uh, really interesting and insightful answer. And so, Jared Easterwood, Director of Marketing and Partner Relations for Avuity, thank you so much for joining me today and kind of uh, diving into these topics with me. Hey, I appreciate your time, Tyler. Thanks a lot. 
Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Make sure you go check out Avuity's website. It's A-V-U-I-T-Y.com. That's Avuity. Make sure you go check out their website and see all the things that they have to offer there um, when it comes to uh, office products and, and things along those lines. And everybody, be sure to tune into our next episode coming up shortly. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.